0: All right, so today is what, December the what? Eleven. The 11th. We have birthdays this month. Yes. We do, but we're <laughs> not both Sagittarius. No. So sad. <laughs> what are you again? Capricorn. You're Capricorn. Yes. Okay. So I'm Tanya, and I am uh, the creator of Rise and Transform podcast. And this is the beautiful Alicia Darren. I met Alicia about a month ago. We were at an event. It was an event in Grand Prairie. It was actually, actually the Young Consummate event. It was like a trick or treat. Oh, it was actually Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so in October, and so we were there. Um, her and a friend walked up and i was passing out flyers for a run that my husband and i have had coming up so we own a, a run company called lace up running company we put on 5k 10ks and half marathons. and so alicia was there and i gave i gave her a flyer just invited them out to run so she saw i had on this top kind of like this it had running in the front and she was like oh you love to run i'm like yes i love to run and so we quickly connected over talking about running and so that led to us talking on the phone then that led to us having breakfast <laughs> and we found that we have more in common than just running and i was like girl i'm starting like this live podcast stuff and i want to i want to um interview you or have you on my podcast and she agreed and i'm so happy because Elisha is a influencer and I'll let her tell you exactly who she is, but she's an influencer And so that's another way that we kind of connect it too because you know, we kind of help each other out if we can that kind of stuff, but No further ado. I'm gonna let Elisha tell you who she is and then we'll get into our talk. Okay So
1: I'm Elisha Dearing, and I'm an influencer uh, my my brand name is the Hulk Christian and I'm an influencer, digital creator, social media manager, uh, photography, I'm a stylist. So I manage uh, accounts and I work with different brands nationally, globally, and here in Texas. And so that is what I do for a living. So it's not a hobby, it's
0: it's what I do. Another thing that we have in common is that we are mothers. Yes. And I think we both have three kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, we're mothers, we are business women, um, we're black females who are trying to make a mark in the world. And we're in Bishop Arts District. <laughs> I just had to say that because I absolutely love this place. <laughs> and so um, I'm going to be podcasting from different locations, but I absolutely love Bishop Arts. But anyway, um, anything else you want to share about yourself, Elise, before we begin? Uh, you love to run. Have you ran in, have you run any marathons?
1: I have not ran any marathons. You have yet. not
0: run a marathon? No. And you are a runner. You get I out know. there and
1: run eight miles sometimes. I think I think that's because where I live there they're not a you know, there are not any runs um that take place there. And then I live on the outskirts.
0: The very okay. like the
1: outskirts and so typically and when I run I'm pretty much the only one out there running but I've wanted to do marathons for years and then I've asked people
0: and a lot of people have backed out so a, let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you you can stop asking people this is a when you run a marathon you might get somebody to join you in a half marathon but a full marathon it's a lonely lonely yes. journey I've run one and I ran one with one of my girlfriends, and she's actually running another one um, in February. But it is the most rewarding thing you could ever do. Especially crossing that finish line, you're hurting like hell <laughs> on the on the you know on your run. Many times you think you think, why in the hell am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Why? What am I trying to prove? I just want to quit. Call my husband. I want to stop. It is. A lonely journey, but you are run, you are running, so you have to get it. Have you done a half yet? No,
1: I have. I haven't done any.
0: So, I'm getting this girl to run a half marathon. Yes. Yeah, so that will be that will be my first one. I was going to
1: say the one the one in March. So that will be my first one. Okay, you're doing one in March. March. No, no. So you got so the one we're doing together and that's in February. That's, that's a 5K. That's just three miles. Is, well, well, it, but it's but it's an official. It's official marathon. But it will count as in a, me actually running in a marathon, right?
0: No, no, no. A marathon is, is an event all by itself. Okay, so let's just consider <laughs> that's, consi- that's just that's consi- just consider running. Okay, so we're so that <laughs> we're running make, an
1: event. But that would be my uh, that would be like my official. Run like running yeah. in an event, so I've never
0: ran it okay. Event. With a, getting a medal and a shirt and all that, yeah. Stuff. I, oh I've, my I've gosh, never that is so cool,
1: yeah. I've only yeah. ran with like something like that yeah. in the military. That's it. Oh,
0: <laughs> you're gonna be so addicted because the medals are so great and the shirts are so wonderful, you're gonna absolutely love it. But we have the one in February that we're running first, that's yes. the hot chocolate one, so yes. Anyway, enough about running. So we're doing a podcast today because. Um, I'm somebody who loves personal development. I am a personal development junkie. And in 2015, I really took the journey to um, develop in a way that I have never been before. Um, Things were just crazy in my marriage, with myself, I didn't know myself, I didn't know who who I was, I didn't love myself, any of that. And something happened to where I just I just hit a brick wall. I just fell to the bottom of the pit. And I was like, something has got to change. I can't change nobody else. The only person that I can change is me. I can't change my husband. I can't make him do what I want him to do. I can't change my children. I can't change. So um, I had to work on myself. So some of the things that I did to work on myself was I, re- I read books. So many of them, the Bible included. Um, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life by Dr. Dwayne Dwight was my absolute favorite book besides the Bible. And I journal. When I tell you I am a journaling freak, I actually gave you a, a journal yes, because yes, it's heaven. it's one of my favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. I write everything down. And I do that because sometimes I don't remember yeah. what i thought about or said and said in the past mm-hmm. so i write it down but i journaled a lot mm-hmm. i found myself sometimes um in my house when everybody was gone i was like giving a whole sermon just to myself mm-hmm. but what i was doing was i was um i was letting it all out you mm-hmm. know i was pouring myself out mm-hmm. i was i was so growing up a lot of my self-development had to take place because growing up it was really rough for me but one of the things that I saw my grandmother do in the relationship with my grandfather um, was fix his food you know really take care of him and stuff like that and I thought that's what I was supposed to do Mm -hmm. in my marriage and I did that for a long time and not that and I I enjoy still now serving my husband but I I lost a part of me in that Mm -hmm. and with raising my children I lost me like I I -hmm. didn't know who I was and to Mm -hmm. be honest with you I didn't know who I was before I even got married Mm -hmm. so when I got married and had kids Mm -hmm. I I was really lost Mm -hmm. so I took this journey just out of I was forced a lot of times we were forced to take the journey Mm -hmm. and sometimes we were like okay something needs to change and then we take that journey but I was forced because something happened so it made me um, it made me take that journey Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm happy that I did because I'm not complete with my journey Mm -hmm. the journey is gonna last forever but I am not where I used to be Mm -hmm. so have you you know been on that journey or are you on that journey of self development Self
1: transformation. Yes, I would. I would say I'm still on that journey, but um, to I, you know, gone through different uh, traumatic events that that initially started started me on. Uh, I would just say my first start of san- uh, self transformation, and that uh, that was. Growing up, you know, yeah. dealing with uh, molestation mm-hmm. and dealing with uh, dealing with abuse, uh, you know, physical abuse, and I uh, I was in a I was in a relationship where you know I had a medical record and it was it was almost like a novel. It was it was wow. thick and. I remember because how I grew up um, I grew up in a, a home that was um, full of domestic violence and I remember as a child I told myself I'll never I'll never go through that but I found myself in that situation and so um, I remember um, one day I just felt like I was gonna have a breakdown and I remember I said I just talked to someone so I was I went to see a therapist and I sat in the, the lobby and I sat there and I was like you know, I was like, who is this person? This is, this is not me. And I said, this is not me. And it was almost kind of like this out of body experience. Like I was looking at myself. And that was like the first time I, I like, I realized like I had lost myself. Uh, and
0: um, oh, okay. Okay.
1: that was the first time, you know, I felt like I had lost myself. Uh, and I just said, you know, I have to work on me and get, you know, get myself, uh, Right, because it was a point. I would say maybe a year or two. I really wasn't, you know, just running or, or working out. Um, and then I started. I Think that's when I went into the uh, to the military, and I ended up getting getting married. Uh, and I, growing up, I would say being in different, being in different. Um, Religion, so I, I went to different. You know, being in the military, I went to different um, ministries, and a lot of them were they had they were strict and um, it was it was religious, and so a lot of it um, that I think with a lot of with a lot of the um, without with a lot of the religious rules. And dealing with, uh, dealing with a, a marriage where I started to have a lot of issues, and then having kids, yeah. I began to lose myself again. And then too, I went through things when I was in the military. I went through um, sexual harassment, military sexual trauma, and that affected me a, a lot. So then it's like I began to lose myself again because I began to withdraw um with that dealing in the military a lot of people used to tell me i smile because i smile too much and so i started to like shrink i started to withdraw and so um going going through um my separation and my divorce i um that's when I realized that I had to get me back. I always, I always wrote, I always read poetry. I always been a reader. I always wrote but um, when I was in a marriage, you know, my writing things wasn't acceptance, like writing, mm-hmm. reading. I would say that's kind of one of my love languages. That's the way I can communicate when I feel like I can get it out. Yes. And so I stopped writing
0: stop writing
1: yes I stopped writing I, I so of course you had to I mean poetry you have to write it so I found myself where one day I started writing and I was like man God that was the first time I've written anything in years and once I started working on myself and really you know really praying and uh, I can see a, a difference you know in my you know in myself and like I said I'm still doing that because I always people look at me now and people think <laughs> I, people think I was always this, this cu- confident. This, this
0: com- <laughs> I mean <this> person. <laughs> I'm one of those people
1: but I, I that wasn't the case I had I used to um, you know, walk with my
0: head down. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, we have, <laughs> our stories are so similar, but go ahead. I walk with my head down, and I got to say this big booty's going always in. And I've, I've lost
1: weight, you know, thank <laughs> God to running. But I've I went up and down, and um, I used to walk with my, with my hands, you know, behind. It was like I was hiding. It's like I was covering up myself, trying to conceal myself. And um, it's just, and I always tell people, it was it was really my my relationship with god and even growing you know going through different different denominations non-denominations i still had my relationship with with god and it was because of my relationship with god and reading that's how i really that's where i gained my confidence from my foundation that's why i always say that people you initially have to know who you are in god yes and once i once i found out who i was in god then it's that was the foundation of me learning and, and knowing myself. And that's when I've really mm. become free. And I didn't even realize it till I looked back at pictures and a lot of pictures I threw away because I looked at myself and I said, I look sick. I wasn't sick, but I look sick, mm. <laughs> no, I look sick. Mm. And so I threw I threw a lot of the pictures away
0: and then a lot of people. Um, but can I, inter- uh, can I interject yeah. right here? The part about, you said when, about God, when you started to you know, really get into God and that's how you learned who you are, that's what did it for me. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't really know what unconditional love was. Right? Like, I know my husband loves me, right? And I believe he loves me unconditionally. But when I started to read the Bible and I started to read what God says about me, that changed the game for me. Yes,
1: yes. Because I always tell people initially, like, you, until you really get that in you, you, to me, it's it's like you will be, you won't be, you won't be steady. But when you really, when you really have it and you, when you really get it with God, it's, it's steady. And that's why I tell people, and I think some people, they think I'm crazy, you know, especially, especially males. I mean, because now I'm single. And so they, you know, they talk to me and I was like, no, I know who I am. Oh. And, and they were like, I said...
0: You may I, I tell them, I say,
1: You don't understand. I know who I am. So, no, I know who I am. And so when you know, people say well there's a shortage of this, there's shortage of me, and there's shortage whatever. I don't know food is I was like, No, I know I know who I serve, I know who my father is, I have a I have a biological father that's still living, but I consider God my father. Yes. And so and I said, I know I know who I am and so because I know who I am and God that's where I get my confidence from. So I know I'm unstoppable because Mm. God is with me. And so really, that's that's why I was like, I know there's nothing I can't do, there's nothing I can't have. And that doesn't mean I may not have any obstacles. Right.
0: But there's nothing I can't have. So with the journey, what I found with the journey is that when you begin to take that self-discovery journey Mm -hmm. is when all hell breaks loose. I mean, obstacles, you know, Mm -hmm. and obstacles, they just aren't coming, you know. Mm -hmm. You have to. It's like you have to constantly work on yourself because you can regress back, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Because you're so used to, you know, dealing with those old habits, those old patterns, and you're trying to break patterns. You're trying yes. to break habits, and that can be really hard. It's it's a
1: mind, you know. It's and and of course, we know, everything, um, you know, which which your mind, your mindset, and you know, and that's why even um, you know, too with the with the scriptures. You know it talks about you know renewing your mind so it's like you have to you have to renew your mind and to me that that's when it pertains to you know everything whether it's you know you and just your yourself in in general whether it's it's um just say when it goes to you know different things whether it's your 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 eating habits or you know what it whatever it is you have to continuously you know, have to pray about it. It may not be that I just say I pray, you know, pray about it every single day. And I believe because God give, give, um, gave us power. Our words are life, our words are power. So a lot of things I, because I have power and my words have life um, through God, a lot of things I speak and I manifest and that's, you have to, so your mind, because if if you, and I always tell people, faith, faith plus belief, you do the action, God's gonna do the rest. So if you believe it, you have faith, you're working. Whether you're doing all the work on yourself, um, whether it's yourself or whatever you're working on, you putting the action for whatever you believe in, then God, He's gonna do His part. It's, it's not so. Yeah. So if you're working on yourself, if you're you're trying, then yeah, yeah, God, God's gonna do His part. He's gonna help you. Everything I do, people, people have asked me, how how do you get out there? How do, how do you run? I tell people, I said, I ask God when I start getting tired. I ask God. Don't don't think I love running, but like you said. Running the you know, like you said, running a marathon, I think about going those long distances. A lot of times I feel like I just want to stop. Yeah. But I can't. Because I think it's maybe every quarter mile mm-hmm. or every three quarter mile, I always say thank you, God. That's just something that, that's a part of me that I always say. Because I know
0: it's because of him that I'm out there running there in the first place. Woo. Amen, <laughs> amen. I for me it's the same thing. When I'm on my run, I pray. Even though I'm listening to my ratchet music, I'm not gonna oh, lie. Oh, good I good listen to the same <laughs> I'm listening Uh, to, you do, Um, Eminem, he's my favorite. Um, I'm listening to Wretch Me, but I am also praying to God at the same time, Mm -hmm. when when I'm out on my Mm run. It's a mind thing, it's all a mind thing. Mm -hmm. And when you're going through your um, self-discovery or self-transformation, self-transformational journey, it's not easy. You're gonna wanna give up. yeah, Because you, like my husband say, you are no longer looking out the window, you're looking in the mirror. Yeah. And when you're looking in a mirror at yourself, there's going to be a lot of ugliness that you do not like about who you are. And I'm not talking about the aesthetics, I'm yeah. not talking about the physical, what you see in a mirror. When you go deep, and that's what transformation is, mm-hmm. it's going beyond the surface, it's more than just awareness. Yeah. It is seeking, it is trying to find your purpose, it is really almost changing who you are to become someone else. Mm-hmm. So and it's not easy. So, and I think a lot of people give up. Cause I have I have friends or I have a couple people that I know who have started the journey, mm-hmm. and they may have lasted about a month, and then they find themselves back in those old patterns, which is which is normal, right? Like you're gonna find yourself doing some of those old things again. Mm-hmm. But what's not good is that you continue to do it. Yeah. You don't break yeah. from it. Yeah. Because you you it has to be it has
1: to be. Um, Repetitions. You have to. You have to be. um, You have to be. uh, Always say you have to be intentional. You have to be. um, What I say. uh, Consistent. Always. Always talk about um, intention Mm -hmm. and um, consistency. Mm -hmm. Those are things that always um, speak about. It's like you. You cannot. You cannot like hit and. You can't hit and miss. And a lot of times, you know, we we are persistent with other things, but a lot of times we we lack with ourselves. Yeah. And I have to say that because I've been lacking with my eating. So a lot of Me too. I took, I, look, I, I had blood work and it, it, it said like, I don't know, something with my arm or something. So, and I know because I'm going, going, and um, I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm working on everything else. I need, I need to make sure I'm taking care of myself in that regard. I'm doing everything else because I've been, you know what I'm saying, I, I have to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to eat get you know get meals so I have energy to go do what I'm doing. So yeah, like, you do a lot. You
0: you're constantly on a roll. I am, you know, at this meeting, that meeting, you you're working a lot. What I found to be with consistent consistency, consistency mm-hmm. is that we're all consistent, mm-hmm. right? We're just not consistent with the right thing. Right. That's it. That's it. We're just we're consistent. We're consistent with being messy. We're consistent with keeping up drama. We're consistent with eating unhealthy foods and mm-hmm. all that kind of. We're consistent. Mm-hmm. We're just not consistent in the right in the right. Yeah. Foods. Krispy Kreme mm-hmm. with that hot now inside, come on. Coca Cola, sweet tea. Mm-hmm. So, how has your your childhood? You 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 mentioned molestation. Mm-hmm. So, I was molested too. Mm-hmm. And I was actually molested by several people. Yeah. But the one that I was molested by the most was my mom's, um, I guess, boyfriend or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and it affected me a lot. So I I still, to this day, deal with a lot of trauma. I operate sometimes out of trauma. I have gotten better with it because Mm -hmm. even raising my children, the way that I would talk to them, not in in a bad way, But the way that I would raise them, it would be out of my trauma because I didn't have a mother to stand up for me. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a father to stand up for me. I didn't get the love that Mm -hmm. I needed as a kid from my Mm -hmm. mother or my father. My mother was so busy running behind that man Mm -hmm. that she forgot about us. My dad was so busy, you know, um, smoking crack that he forgot he had a daughter not his only daughter so i was molested too and i can remember the one time that i was molested by my mom's boyfriend and she has kids by him he's not my dad but she has kids by him i gave him, he paid me five dollars not to tell he paid me five dollars not to tell my mom and when i got up that morning i ran to my mom gave her the five dollars while he was still there she fussed at him and all that kind of stuff. Um, she called the police. He was gone by the time the police came. But what what she did when the police got there is something I'll never forget. And I know it has affected me in a way that, you know, how I grew up and the choices that I made as a teenager and all that kind of stuff, even as an adult. When the police came, she said, I'm sorry. I called by mistake. Nothing wow. happened. Do you know what that did to me? At, at I think I was maybe eight years old. It made me not trust nobody. I have I, I had a wall that nobody could tear down. I you know it, it did a whole
1: lot to me. I I can I can only imagine. I didn't have the the cop situation. So both both of my parents was there. Like my mom, I know she she had issues, you know, with stuff come, you know coming up. So she she did she did the best. And I and you know looking back, and I I remember her you know used to you know cry and say she wanted to go home. My mom is originally from New York, you know, was as though she passed about three years ago. But um, my dad, he just worked all the time, you know, he, he drank, and so. Um, I remember you know I was you know molested you know multiple times it was you know fondled by different people we always had parties and mm-hmm. different things like that and I, but I remember I was like on a, a street right across the intersection with with um, my street and there was two men that were my dad's age, so me and my cousin and they were you know basically trying to have sex with us and oh. it, and it and it scared me and I, had, I remember I can I remember just like this was yesterday. It's like so vivid in my mind And I remember my adrenaline was so it was going so hard And I remember I just jumped this big ditch and I ran you know ran down the street ran home And my dad was in the bed and I was like, you know, hey daddy and I told him and he lay back down mm. I never forget that it's something like stuff that you 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 remember and I know too. I do I, I You know, I've acted out of emotion I, you know, sometimes I still do. But the thing is, a lot of people are ignorant to self A lot of people really don't know where it comes from. So I, I know. Mm-hmm. And and then I too, I can, you know, apo- you, know apolo- you know, apologize. And I, you know, I pray and ask God to help me. But some things, and it's just not dealing with. Like you said, it's not just dealing with if you know because you dealt with that situation. It was sex, and it was with a man. You you deal with that. You it'll it'll come out with your children. It'll come out with your your female you know you have these trust issues yes. it, it's just it's just different things and then it's like i realized like okay i i know why i know why i'm like this yeah. I, so i i identify because those things i i went through then also it goes to me um being molested being you know being abused so i know that's why a lot of times i can i can act mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? the mm-hmm. way that mm-hmm. i you know the way i act and so yeah, I. But a lot of people, to me, you have to be, you know, have to be aware of it because yeah. if you're not aware and you do, you don't deal
0: with it, it can be detrimental, you so know, to your relationships. Yes, and that's what it was for me. So, oh my gosh, my poor husband. Um, because I didn't get the love that I felt like I needed, I started looking for love, mm-hmm. and I was looking for love in all the wrong places. And when I got with my husband, I held on to him so tight he couldn't breathe like he literally could not breathe because i held on to him so tight i didn't I didn't have any friends he tried to make me get friends i didn't want friends he was my only friend. i'm like all i need is you Are you my friend yeah i don't need <laughs> no other friends i was so affectionate toward him but i was my affection was coming out of trauma it wasn't coming out of true yeah. affection, like of a pure Yes, you know, I, I wanted I, you know, being affectionate with him was my thing because I'm just a touchy-feely person anyway. But I realized later on that I was doing it out of trauma. And so I caused, I had to apologize to my husband because I looked for him to be my daddy, my mama, my therapist, my everything. And I was almost running him away, mm-hmm. you know. And when I hit that brick wall or I fell to the bottom of the pit, I'm like, okay, it is time for you to work on Mm -hmm. this stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. it is time for you to do that. You cannot continue to be codependent on your husband and expect him to do everything for you, to be everything for you. Did you have to go through that? Did did you do that? Did you look for love in all the wrong places?
1: Yes, um, I I have. Uh And I did, you know, even, even I, 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 You know I even looking looking back, you know, even even still too, even with um, You know with my my marriage, I don't I, I wouldn't say that um, I Think my my part my part in that I was My thing as far as where you say you were affectionate I was withdrawn, withdrawn. so and I have to say this is this is I think it's PG so so if it was like it wasn't like all the time but, can say what you but want. a lot of times with just say love making I was just kind of like don't yeah. you know mm-hmm. and sometimes he was like well you just laying there I almost feel like I'm raping you mm. and because it was just like I don't know like I don't know I don't feel like touching I just feel like mm. you know and so it wasn't that I'm not a loving or an affectionate person it's just like I didn't I didn't know how I knew it was in me because that's how we are created. God is love. So where, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he created us to be that way. But it was those, those things that happened to me, like they had me, they had me bound. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I didn't know how to, and then going through those issues with him and he had issues he was dealing with. And so they just pushed me, they pushed me further. And so he, he wasn't building me. So it just, a lot of things just made me worse. And I grew up being tore down. Yes. And so then I was with a person who tore, tore me down. So it was just, eventually I, I broke. And then it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so then I had to start, I had to start another, like, restoration thing. I had to do a flip. Like with a house, I had to flip, had to flip Alicia. <laughs> I had to flip Alicia. Uh-huh. And so I, I had to, you know, like, okay, what? what do what do I need to do I had to be more aware I had to go back and said okay what what am I what am I doing what what am I what am I not being aware of what what is what is my part what am I what am I doing and to like with my with my kids I had to look at it and I said okay I had to notice like okay I'm doing this and I'm doing this because with them, but I'm still going to be guarded with my kids yep. because I'm not, I'm going yep. to protect my kids yep. because a lot of things happened to me yep. because my parents didn't follow through when they sent me places. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the parents weren't there. So a lot of things, um, I mean, in that regard, I I'm, I'm not going, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With my kids. But, um, I'm, I'm very, I'm de- when people tell me certain things about me, I do take that in. I do take that in and say, okay, I evaluate that, you know, am I doing, you know, am I doing this, you know, out of, out of that place or did I react this way? And Because I know, like you said, it's a daily, it's a daily process working, you know, working on yourself. And so still to, you know, writing, reading, I read, a, I read a lot. I read a lot of, um, um, uh, self-help books and then too, I felt too, a big part that was good, um, for me, I was led to also to do therapy and a lot of things I was holding in mm-hmm. I didn't want to cry yeah because I felt you know I'm strong yeah and so I you know I learned that you know I had you know I had to get it out too I, I had to I couldn't ball up my emotions all these things because they they were that too And when you when you hold when you hold your emotions in good uh, I don't say good you know, bad anger, whatever it is, that it affects your health. And yeah. I, I, went through that. Yeah. I, I, wow. I, went through that, and it was so bad yeah. that I, my legs were going numb, my, wow. my body. They thought I had MS or something. Wow. It was that bad. So, wow. I knew that okay, I, I need to
0: talk. I need to talk this out. Yeah. Because this, this is, you I don't was want, making I, yourself sick.
1: Yes. In the Inside, and I don't
0: think people realize that when you hold. That kind of stuff in, and you don't let it out. Whether it's anger, unforgiveness, any of that stuff, um, grudges, it makes you sick. Yes,
1: I actually seen. I watched a
0: documentary, and and um, what's the I documentary was,
1: called? Do you remember? Uh, no, I'm, like, I'm gonna go back and look uh, okay. for it. And I want to say it might have been on Prime, but I had watched it while I was getting my hair done, and it was, you know, first of all, it was talking about how almost I want to say 95, 98 percent of people. Grow up in a dysfunctional home, and I was like, I can believe that. I can too. I don't know where the two percent at, but uh, <laughs> but um, our kids. <laughs> and so, um, they started talking about how when you when you have these negative emotions where you're stressed, where you're angry, where you're you're upset, how they affect you because it goes back to fight or flight. So the fight or flight is in you, you know what I'm saying. So you can react, so you can get yourself out of danger. But what happens is, when we're not happy, we're not joyful, we're not in a state of gratitude. So when we're upset and when when we're feeling all these negative emotions, what happens is, is that it releases these cortisones in our body. And so when your body gets overloaded with these cortisones, it affects your health. And it showed all these different people that had these serious health conditions because of this they they were those cortisone because they were their body was in a, in a fight mode mm-hmm. it was it was i mean it was in the flight mode mm-hmm. so, and it was just going through their it was just going through their body so a lot of times i'm aware i'm just like okay i need to talk because i went through that where i know keeping stuff in where i was constantly going through doctors and they was running tests mm-hmm. and finding out what was going to me but to only to find out it was because I was keeping stuff in and I was mm-hmm.
0: stressed and you know going mm-hmm. through all the you know all going through all these different things. So I saw I think it was Dr. Oz. I saw it on years ago and he was talking about the same thing. And I think he had a a man. His mm-hmm. one of his uh, guests was a was a male. Hi, mm-hmm. and um, his hands were decrepit. You know, so he uh-huh. couldn't move his hands, and so. I think it was Dr. Oz that asked him, "What are you? Who are you not forgiving in your life?" And so, after a while, once he began, maybe it was years later they caught up with him. Once he, um, you know, forgave the people that he needed to forgive, his hands actually started working again. So, you know, you're right. You have to talk Mm -hmm. this stuff out. So, my my next question to you was going to be, "What steps did you take to begin your trans transformational journey?" But you, you said one of them was therapy. And I'm gonna say this. Mine, I, I couldn't afford therapy. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have th- have therapy mm-hmm. at that time, but I could not afford it. Mm-hmm. And I think people think that they need therapy, therapy, mm-hmm. which is good, I'm not against it yeah. to start it. But if you can't afford it, some of the things that you can do, like I did, you don't necessarily have to do these, take these steps. Mm-hmm. And it's what I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. about just um, reading the Bible, finding books on self-transformation um journaling is i think journal like writing is mm-hmm. almost like talking it out to a therapist because you get to write down everything that you're feeling without being judged because only you can see this with your writing
1: yes and i can say that as 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 going um i had so i had two i've had two therapists so one um i had started i had started going back to um, school uh, for photography and because they they had one and so my professor knew my professor was going through divorce and she was like I can tell she's like I can look at you She was like what's going on mm. and so I talked to a, uh, I talked to the therapist and I'm and I'm big and I gotta say this first I'm big on whoever God created to do a thing you can do that thing too and so I take what I can um, you know from you know from Certain people, like the, the therapist, she was good for a, a short term. Some people might seriously, you know, need therapy. But a lot of things, like you said, is self help. You can do it on your own because the only thing, and I pretty much knew. I told you know I was like I'm strong. She said, Are you are you strong enough? Mm-hmm. And so um, then too, the only I know the thing about crying, and I didn't I, I did not know crying was the body and tears was the body's way of healing itself. Yes, to be- I did not know that. And one thing, only other thing that I've learned, that I have learned, and I'm pretty sure I probably could have read it somewhere, (laughs) is that the therapist um, told me um, when I want to talk to someone else to ask them. So if I'm going through something and I'll say, hey, are are you available? Are you, you know what I'm saying? Are you mentally, are you emotionally, are you available? You get what I'm saying? Not are you just Mm -hmm. time wise? Are you available mm-hmm. to hear what I have to say? Mm-hmm. And two, because I found myself talking to people, and then I felt disappointed. I felt like they didn't understand, it, they didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, too, and I think a lot of people do this—they talk to people, and they're not really available. Yeah. And those, but those are things too. You really don't need a therapist, you know, to 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 tell, you know, to tell you. Because yeah. after that, I was just like, okay, this is, you know, this is not productive there were some tools Mm -hmm. but I was just like
0: I could have you know found that out you know I'm saying myself speaking of therapists so I don't know if you ever seen this documentary called um, studs I think it's studs it's on Netflix and I listen go and watch if you're dealing with mental health if you're dealing with trying to make a life change go and watch this um, documentary it's created by Jonah Hill He's an actor. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. And so it's his therapist that he is making a movie about. And this therapist, he's an older guy, he's 70, he's been around for a while. And he, he he's not saying that traditional therapy isn't good. Mm-hmm. What he's saying is that he did this pyramid, and I'm gonna mess it up, I know I am, so go and watch it, yeah. but he did this pyramid, and you have at the bottom, it's not really at the bottom, but at the bottom, or the top, if you wanna change your life, you change your life physically. You work on what you eat. Because the food that you put in your body also messes with your psyche. Psyche. Like, mm-hmm. It messes with that. Mm-hmm. So what you eat, it was another one, but then the one that I really love is when he said, the relationship that you have with yourself is the most important relationship that you can have with anybody. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't have a really good relationship with ourselves. Right. Sometimes we as women, especially, we have this, this is a bad habit. We look in the mirror, and we look at everything that's wrong with us. Yep. Everything. Yep. Oh, I'm too fat. Mm-hmm. Oh, my teeth ain't right. Yeah. Oh, I got wrinkles. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yep. We're looking at the surface, mm-hmm. and we're not going, you know. It's internal. We're not going to the root, root, yep. like my, my girl uh, Tiffany would say. We're not going to the root, root. And a lot of times, we got to get to the root, root mm-hmm. in order to... Be better in order to say better things to myself. I did that. I self sabotaged myself a lot. Mm-hmm. You talking about intimacy. I wouldn't even when I would get out the shower. I would hurry up and get out the shower because I didn't want my husband to see me naked. Mm-hmm. I would wrap myself up in a towel. I was uncomfortable mm-hmm. because I was made to feel that way. Yeah, growing up. Mm-hmm. I didn't I was I felt unprotected mm-hmm. in many ways. Yeah, you know. And so, um, man, we have some work to do. And that's one of the reasons why I love doing the podcast, you know, because I, I, I've done some and they're, they're out there. But I have like a heart for women. I really do. Like, I want us to get better. I want us to heal. I want us to love ourselves. I want us to love each other. So, I'm going to tell you this story. I was talking to my uh, my best friend and I was telling her, I was like, you know, I, I just not available for new friendships. Like I don't want to start a new friendship. I'm too old for that. And you got women are catty, women are full of drama, women are this, that, and the other. And then some of that is true. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you what God has been doing. And I think he brought you into my life for a reason. Mm-hmm. Because I am this person who's just been closed off for so long. Mm-hmm. Even though I have a heart for women, it's like I don't want to be around them. Mm-hmm. But if you have a heart for women, why are you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, what are you doing? So, God has been bringing people, women, into my life so that I can I can open up and share the gift that I may have that He's trying to get me to get out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm not a therapist, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just somebody who's going through and will go through things that you. Would yeah. maybe have gone through will go through and we talk this shit out yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. like yeah. not, let's not hold it in yeah because it's gonna make us sick we're gonna yeah. find ourselves you know in a mental hospital we're gonna find ourselves you know turn into food and have a food addiction we're gonna alcohol
1: whatever it may be yeah because I I don't know I have uh, a way of telling you know not just women, but more so women than men, I can tell, you know, I can sense when people are, you know, hurting when they've gone, you know, gone, you know, through things and I'm just like, you know, and I feel and I have, like I said, I have a heart, you know, for that and I'm just like, if they, you know, get it, you know, start working, they, you know, they get it and I can see when people are, you know, trying to compensate hurts With different things, and I'm not Mm -hmm. talking about monetary. They try to do different things, Mm -hmm. you know, with hurts, and I can see it. And I thank, I thank God, you know, for, you know, working, you know, working with me and continuing to work on me because I know, like, there's, there's, there's nothing that can, there's nothing that can replace um, my internal that can get me to, you know, the outward. Because there's there's a thing that I always said I wanted to do, and I I said I was going to call it um, uh, Operation Foundation, because like you that. you have to you have to tear you down, Ooh. and you have to get built you have to be built up you have to rebuild
0: yourself. <laughs> that tearing yep. down. Yep. Listen, if you want to tear something down, tear yourself down, not somebody yep. else, mm-hmm. because. You need to be te- torn down, yeah, so that you can re- rebuild yourself. Yep. Oh, I, I love yep. that. I
1: love that. Yep. So that's why you know too. Like I said, it goes back to that, that, um, that confidence. And I would just say that's, that's something internal. That's something that that comes from the internal. So it's not you know always. I, you know I you know grew up with the. You know the character attacks, or why you wearing this? Why is your hair like that? And I still, you know, being the whole Christian, I have people on pay. You're a Bible thumper, you know. So it's different things. So if you're, if you're not, if you're not secure in yourself, and that's to me, I always go back to is have, you know, having a relationship with God. And then you're, you're going, it, it will, it will, it will knock, it would knock you. It will it will sway you. So you have to get it internal. So once you have it internally i mean you're you're going to be anchored in that Yeah. and so it's like because i'm anchored i'm anchored in that it's not saying i'm human it's not saying things sometimes things won't be like ouch yes and i won't feel it yes. but it's just like i'm like okay yeah it's just like i'm like yeah sometimes i you know what i'm saying i might get heat i might get heated i might feel some type of way but i don't let it i don't let it bother me i don't keep it with me because i am human yeah you know you don't fester in it yeah yeah um, You're never going to be ready to have kids. Never. I don't care how much money mm-hmm. you have, what your age is. You're never mm-hmm. going to be ready to get kids. And they all, you know, always talk about this baggage. You know, get rid of your baggage before you get in a relationship. No, you still going to have a carry on something coming up in that mug. <laughs> like you going to have something coming up in there. <laughs> she said a carry on, <laughs> a backpack, yeah.
0: something. Yeah.
1: You're going you're gonna to have something. I don't. I don't think no one. You're. You're not. And I think. I think that's one of the the beauties of. We're working on uh, a relationship, and that's that's with that's with a, a partner that you know what I'm saying that you're going to be with, you know, a partner for life, mm-hmm. or that's you know that's just in your relationship, and that's one you know one of my scriptures I just put it on my Facebook cover that I love, like beauty out of ashes, because you're you're constantly there's there's this thing you're you're going to constantly have to tear stuff down. Yeah. That's in your relationship, you're going you're to constantly you're going to have to keep going back to the drawing board and you're going to have to you know constantly that's on yourself that's within relationships. relationship so you're never going to be you're never going to be ready
0: for that person you're not and i i agree totally yeah totally so um we have to we have to end it this this has been so good like i can talk about so many things and that's why i'm going it's like i'm so excited that's why i'm going because we can continuously have conversations mm-hmm. about stuff right like i want to go deeper into molestation and the trauma of that and what, what that has done Yeah. bullying what that has done because I I was bullied and it, yeah. it really traumatized me um relationships and all that kind of stuff but I know I have to go because I have a date with my husband tonight um but this has been so great I can't wait to just share it with everybody and we're gonna talk you're gonna do this again with me? Yes, I would love to. Yes, you can do, <laughs> and then I, maybe you can ask me some questions. Yeah. Um, but um, so can you tell them? I'm oh, sorry. Where they could find you, and tell them really quickly what is cult Christian? Can you leave them with a quote? Okay, and can up, you leave them? Okay. And can you leave them with just a few steps? Maybe three steps to take. To start their journey to self transformation, self discovery, self renovation, that kind of stuff. And I, I think I'll start. Let me start with the Hall Christian. Okay.
1: So, the Hall Christian, and that the Hall Christian is basically me, my, myself, and how I came, how I came up um, with that. That was something that that God had given me, and I was I was saying, okay. What, what best describes me as as a as a person? Mm-hmm. And so, fashion and beauty is my my base. And one one thing, as a believer, like I said, goes back into a lot of people. You know, think you have to be a certain way to follow God to be a Christian. And I saw so many things, and um, gosh, I can't remember exactly what was the thing going on Facebook, and someone said. Uh, that their mom someone I know from back, back, back home is saying their mom was dressed like a Christian woman or something and I was like wow what is a Christian woman dressed like and this was this was after I had the whole Christian and that was one one reason people God God um, you know when he came you know he came so we wouldn't have you know that's what to me I feel like when he talked about the Pharisees and the Sadducees and you know how they were with all these rules and so the whole Christian God gave me that to show people, you know what a you know what a believer, you know could could you know how you can look and still be a believer. And so many people tell me, and so I'm, I never I'm I'm classy, I'm I'm stylish, but still I do it, and you know in modesty. A lot of people you know tell me that, but that was something God gave me because I'm a believer, you know I'm a Christian, but I still love fashion. A lot of people think you have to be a certain way of put yourself in a box being a believer being a christian and so that's how the hawk christian um came about and as far you be fly
0: (laughs) if you follow her you see her on facebook and instagram the girl is fly and Mm -hmm. i have to say
1: i feel like god is creator and i always go back to our dna and we're part. we have god's dna and so we all are creator in our own right and so if you don't know what your creativity is in where God has mm-hmm. led your creativity in then you have to ask him and mm-hmm. I don't feel it's one thing some people feel it's one thing so it's like many things so fashion is one of the things that God blessed me to be creative with mm-hmm. and so um, I thank him for it all the time yeah <laughs> um, as far as the as far as uh, the self transformation like three, three steps they can take right now today I would I would definitely say, um, God, um, your relationship. If you don't have a relationship with God, um, taking the steps and it's not something that's definitely not a quick process. Um, developing a relationship with God, even if you have, even if you, you already are a believer, developing your relationship with God. Um, still to find those, um, scriptures, um, Another thing that, that I definitely do, and like I said, I'm, I'm human, and it, it almost kind of goes into that, but it's um, affirmations. And a lot Ooh. of people find affirmations, and you have to speak life into yourself. And a lot of times, time, it's not people speaking things about us, we're speaking like you said, self-sabotage, we're speaking things and we're doing things about ourselves so find affirmations if you cannot think of none on your own find affirmations on Google Google whatever and speak those affirmations over yourself because mm-hmm. our words do have life and you keep them. you if you it's have to do the me. same one, keep saying it over and over yes. also to me what's important and this doesn't have to be anything any, any, like it don't have to be an entourage finding support my circle is about to die, but <laughs> yes. you have to because everyone is not going to understand. Um, everyone's not going to understand you or be able, you know, be able to. But having having some support, I don't care if it's one person. You do you do need someone, and I do pray and I talk to God. Yes. But you do need someone um, that you can go to and and talk to and and get it out to. Regurgitate. Yes. Mm-hmm. And books, self so- help books. What was that for?
0: So yeah, so those... So God, um, affirmations, Mm -hmm. um, your support group.
1: Yeah, support.
0: Support. Or support person. If it's a
1: support person or if you you have many people, but... Yeah. And always ask. And I always say with that support, always ask. Go ask them first. And that's something I learned. Are they available? Yeah.
0: To be there for you. I always say if you some people ask the question like you know how do i know, like how do i know i need to make a self a life change or a self transformation and for me when you feel in a shift or a pull in your life it is telling you it is time to change it's time to do something different
1: yes i yes yeah. i definitely had many of those and i and i knew like i it, it was it was time to it was time to change yeah. and because I've went through different things, I I knew, you know what I'm saying, I knew. We've all gone through things, so I knew like okay, I I need to, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I knew, we need to go and take this, you know, to the to the drawing board. So, yeah. and I'm like, you know, like I said, to work on me, and that's something I, I constantly do, and I can feel like if I'm getting tried in the area, if I feel myself drawing back, shrinking back, yeah, and then I pray and ask God, okay, then I have to go to go through certain scriptures, and love. God is love. I'm saying, okay, I can't, I can't withdraw. And so I was like, okay, God help me. I I don't want to be bitter. Not saying I was bitter. Mm -hmm. So God, don't let my love be, be, you know, I don't want my love to be, you know, tainted. So you have to be aware, Mm -hmm. you know, be aware, be cognizant of how your, um, emotions and everything are coming out. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So let's start with your quotes. So this is my quote. I'm going to read the whole one and it's unknown, but I usually do the top one. So it's excuses or monuments or nothingness. They build bridges to nowhere. Those mm. of us who use these tools of incompetence seldom become anything but nothing at all.
0: Mm.
1: And I like that one and usually I just say the first part and I and I say it to, I say it um, not just to my. I don't say it just to myself. I say it to my kids. I say it to others because even though I've been through a lot, I looked at the things I went through as things that I did not want to, um, want to take place in my children's life. Um, want, you know, I don't want to repeat different cycles. I, you know, career rise, you know, different things, you know, you see some people go, they either take a different road. You're going to go to the left or the right. And I chose a different, I chose a different path. And so that's anything. So I said nothing. I, I don't, I don't have excuse. To let the things that I've went through, yes. you know what I'm saying, make you go left. Yeah, to to be the outcome of my life, and so that's why I said there there are no excuses. I definitely do not believe in cans. Like no can't mm-hmm. So if there's something I'm I'm something that, that's outwardly a, a situation going on, I'm like okay, I'm gonna find it, and I pray and I ask God show me mm-hmm. if it's within myself. There 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 are no excuses, especially as. Especially if you're professing to be a believer, with with God, all things are possible. Nothing is impossible for God. So if you you professing to be a believer, there shouldn't be can't. It shouldn't be an excuse. So if you can do all things, and mm. nothing impossible at oh, God. God, so I I believe excuses are to, are definitely tools of nothingness. And so I definitely don't accept excuses for myself, and I definitely hold myself accountable. Mm-hmm. In that regard, that there are no excuses. Yeah. So that's that's and the authors I know with that one. Well, we're gonna end on that note.
0: (laughs) There are no excuses. There are no excuses for you, for her, for me. I'm from the hood. The ninth war, the mighty nine don't mind dying was the saying. I'm from the hood, so if I can come out and you know change my life. whatever you're going through domestic violence molestation whatever it is you can change your life too so we're gonna end on that note yes thank you i enjoyed it